Welcome to Tea Time Talks. We're a podcast dedicated to the discussion and analysis of Jane Austen novels. I'm your host, Allie White. On this episode, we'll be discussing Austen's seventh novel, Northanger Abbey, published in 1818. Before we begin, here's an ad from one of our sponsors, Mrs. Allen's Dress Boutique. I used to spend hours browsing online for the perfect ball gown to wear to the upper rooms. But now, with Mrs. Allen's Dress Boutique in town, the most beautiful gowns in all of Bath can always be found on the shelves whenever I walk in. From velvet tea attire to silk evening gowns, they have it all. Find Mrs. Allen's Dress Boutique at 116 Gossip Boulevard today. Northanger Abbey begins with a description of the protagonist, Catherine Morland, the second child in a large, loving family living in a small rural English town, Fullerton. Catherine develops into a tomboyish, plain-looking teenager. She has had little contact with the world outside her home when the Morland's neighbors, the Allens, invite her on a trip to the town of Bath, an invitation she eagerly accepts. Once inside the city, the trio attends dances, but they find them uneventful as they have no acquaintances in Bath. However, soon Mrs. Allen finds herself in the company of an old friend and is pleased to introduce Catherine to this family, the Thorpes. Isabella Thorpe and Catherine immediately feel an intimate connection and quickly become close friends. Catherine also meets a young man named Henry Tilney, on whom she develops a crush, but soon after they meet, Henry disappears. She then spends her days with Isabella, along with her brother James and his friend John Thorpe, who have recently arrived in Bath. James and Isabella begin developing feelings for each other, while the Thorpes attempt to set up Catherine with John, a rude, arrogant man. Meanwhile, Henry arrives back in Bath with his sister, Eleanor, and his father, General Tilney. Catherine begins spending more time with the Tilneys, which results in the Thorpes making attempts to sabotage her relationship with them, specifically Henry, John's competition for Catherine's heart. Nevertheless, Catherine persists on spending time with Henry and Eleanor, and soon begins to doubt the sincerity of her friendship with the Thorpes. Still, Catherine is anything but unkind, and when Isabella informs her that she and James are engaged, she is happy for both her friend and brother. As her time in Bath comes to an end, Catherine is invited to return with the Tilneys to their home, Northanger Abbey. She readily accepts their invitation and excitedly travels with them. While there, she grows even closer with Henry and Eleanor, but also receives a disheartening letter from Isabella saying that her engagement with James has been broken off. Catherine then decides to cut ties with the Thorpes and focus on her relationship with the Tilneys. However, a sudden, unexpected instruction from General Tilney forces Catherine out of Northanger Abbey and back to her family in Fullerton in a shameful position. Both Henry and Eleanor are horrified by their father's rude actions, and Henry travels to Fullerton to propose to Catherine, who accepts. Mr. and Mrs. Morland agree to the marriage on one condition, General Tilney's approval. After months of waiting, he finally gives his permission for the couple to unite, and Henry and Catherine are married. Throughout Northanger Abbey, Catherine's naive disposition and lack of people-reading skills generate problems and embarrassment within her relationships. For example, in her friendship with Isabella, Catherine is sure that her closest friend would never purposefully wish any ill will against her, and whenever Isabella insults or brushes Catherine off, Catherine immediately forms an explanation to defend her. 
When Isabella insists that Catherine accompany her on a scenic ride through the country, knowing that she has already committed to other plans with the Tilneys, she attempts to manipulate Catherine into joining her. Catherine is very hesitant to ponder whether or not Isabella is being selfish, and, discomforted by negative thoughts about her closest friend, Catherine worries that she is misjudging Isabella's character. She ignores, or rather, does not see, the signs of Isabella's controlling, egotistical behavior, and instead convinces herself that their friendship is honest and genuine. Hey, podcast listener! Before the next segment, here's an ad from Tilney Travel Agency, the best travel agents in 19th century England. Tired of toiling day after day on the farm? Are your 10 children driving you out of your mind? Travel to Bath, a lively, bustling city filled with humming streets and gorgeous ballrooms. Bath is the place to book your next vacation. Sightseeing the beautiful English countryside, neighboring towns such as Clifton, and Blaise Castle may all be undertaken within a day's journey. What are you waiting for? Contact Tilney Travel Agency today and use the code GENERAL to receive 15% off. Happy travels! Catherine's youthful innocence, along with her vivid imagination, also shows itself through the symbol of Northanger Abbey. The Tilney's residence, an old historic abbey, excites Catherine's fantasies of mystery and adventure as soon as she hears the name. Upon arrival, she immediately begins rummaging around her room in search of any suspicious belongings or papers. Catherine eventually ends up scaring herself when she finds papers tucked away inside the cabinet. However, they turn out to simply be a misplaced inventory of linen. Disappointed by this discovery, she fabricates an entire story in her mind of the late Mrs. Tilney's murder. She vividly imagines General Tilney's cruel treatment of his wife, and ultimately sneaks off to inspect Mrs. Tilney's previous bedroom, until Henry catches her and Catherine realizes the foolishness of her fantasy. For Catherine, the Abbey remains a symbol of her youthful imagination. Throughout Northanger Abbey, Jane Austen utilizes satire to poke fun at popular gothic novels during her time period. She writes the protagonist, Catherine, as possessing a wild imagination drawn to darkness and mystery. At Northanger Abbey, she imagines herself as a heroine amidst a dangerous, secretive family, all of whom turn out to be normal people. Here Austen uses typical gothic novel stereotypes to mock other writers, specifically Anne Radcliffe, the author of The Mysteries of Udolpho, the story with which Catherine becomes enamored. Austen also defends the reading of literature, as she characterizes all the favorable characters as enjoying reading, and describes the lesser-appreciated characters as opposed to literature. In Chapter 5, she writes a lengthy defensive novel reading by criticizing the idea of authors consistently shaming their young women characters who choose to entertain themselves with novels, and praising the enjoyment of literature by all people. Overall, Northanger Abbey is a novel about a young woman's journey through troublesome friendship and romances. As Catherine navigates the world outside Fullerton with a naive, youthful mind, she emerges a confident, stronger character. Her innocence is displayed through her relationship with Isabella and her stay at Northanger Abbey, a symbol of her youthful imagination. Throughout the story, Jane Austen uses satire to emphasize the importance of reading novels and mock the trends of gothic novels popular during the time period. Of course, this Dawson romance satisfactorily ends with the marriage of Catherine and her sought-after love interest, Henry Tilney. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for the discussion of Tea Time Talk's next Jane Austen novel.